Okay, we're starting a new Mishnah on Dav Tadzayin on Alav, a very famous Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Barba'a Prakim Ha'olam Nidon, that four times of the year the world is judged. So we have these four different uh, points of uh, judgment. On Pesach, we're judged for grain. On Shavuot, we're judged for the fruits of the tree. On Rosh Hashanah, all the, uh, well, this phrase we'll have to do tomorrow, we'll explain, but sounds like all the creatures pass before him, we'll leave that in quotes and we won't really translate. As it says, He creates their uh, hearts together, he understands all their actions. The idea is that Hashem judges each of us. We're judged for water. The Gemara says, Hey, Tvua, which grain are we talking about? Um, now I'm going to get the next, the next little bit in the sugya here. I have a, I, I, I'm a little bit confused by some of the havaminas here, but we'll, we'll, we'll work our way through it, and you'll see maybe what I'm talking about. It says ilema hatua dekaima. If you say it's the tua that is that's standing right now, I mean, if you if you look in the fields on Pesach, you already have grain in the field. It may not be fully developed, but you have it in the field. So if you're talking about them. So Gemara says, "Kohani harpatke de adu Allah emat itudon." So all these other events, harpatke Rashi says, uh, means mikro. These other events that like passed over this uh, this grain when there's a ju- when there's a judge for that. Meaning, uh, if you only start judging something when it's like say half grown, what happened to have the previous part? So Ella rather must be tzvua de mizdara and must be the tzvua that is uh, going to be planted. Rashi says she atid They're going to plant in the following marcheshvan, right? You you plant around marcheshvan because that's when the rainy season is going to be. So you plant the grain and then the rain comes and then it starts to grow. So Gemara says, wait a second. dina midana. I used to, is that to say that it's being judged one time, like there's one judgment? but we learned in the brightan. If you have grain that happened, a certain happenstance happened, or onus a certain that's a tragic event for the grain happened to it. Kodam if it happens before Pesach, It's judged work, working backwards, meaning it must be the previous Pesach that it was judged for. If it's after Pesach, it's judged going forwards, meaning from that Pesach and moving forwards. Uh, or Adam she'irabo carry ones coding Yom Kippur. So if a person has an event or uh, some terrible thing happened to him before Yom Kippur, need on the shavar. So it must be going back to the. He must be judged going back previously. La'achar Yom Kippur. If it happened after Yom Kippur, need on la'haba. He's judged for the future. So I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't really know if I understand this question so well, because the question is like, oh, so if you're being judged now. Right, like there's one spot, so it seems to only be moving forwards. But how about the stuff before? And I don't really understand the question. Like, okay, so that's the previous Pesach. Why, why can't, like, Pesach, you're being judged for the current state of the grain and the future grain up until next Pesach? Like, I'm not sure why that isn't a viable option. The Gemara doesn't seem to like that so much. I have to be honest, and I don't really understand why. Anyway, so Amar Rava, Rava says, Shema mina dinim midana. So Rava says, we learn, it seems to be, we learn from here that there's like almost two dinim. There's like the dinim of at before and then the dinim after, which I get, I, I don't really totally understand. But anyhow, Amar Abaya, Abaya says, Hilgach ki chazi inish de matzalach zara afla liktim belizra harfa. Da'adamati limidayne kadim salik. Okay, so Abaya says, therefore, because we have this perception of how it works, so when a person sees that his uh, late, uh, the afla is right, the late grain, so if he sees that's being successful, the late planted grain, so you should quickly hurry up and plant like the quick planted grain, the quick growing grain, uh, because therefore, um, until the time he gets to the next judgment time, it will already be grown. Because the idea is sort of like, you know, let's say you know you're getting judged, you know, Pesach to Pesach, so in the middle of the year you see like, hey, this year is working out great so far, so 
get your get your licks in now because you realize that if it's going well, you realize that the previous Pesach you had a really good judgment. So keep it going, like you know, you know, keep feeding it, and you're and you're gonna get you know benefit. Because if you wait, you're gonna hit the next Pesach, and maybe things won't won't work out as uh, as well. So again, the conclusion seems to be here, like like we were saying, like yeah, okay, so it's one, it's not really two different judgments. It's just a question of sort of like having a per, having a perception that that one judgment time covers the entire year. I just don't really know why what the Havamina that it wouldn't be that way. So I'm not totally sure. But okay. Gemara says as follows. A more of a technical question. Mani Mazinitin. Who is the author of our mission that says there's four times of judgment? So Gemara says say it's not like four different tanaim, uh, and then explain all those different opinions, and we'll have to sort it all out. Gemara says Mani Mazinitin. Lo Rabbi Meir. Below Rabbi Yehuda. Below Rabbi Yosef. Below Rabbi Nata. It's not any of these four tanaim. Titania. We learned in a brayta as follows. Okay, very important brayta. Hakol nidonim Rosh Hashanah. Everyone's judged on Rosh Hashanah. Ugzar din shalahem nechtam biyom kipurim diver Rabbi Meir. Okay, and the Gzardin, the decree, is, on Yom, is sealed on Yom Kippur. That's Rabbi Meir. Okay, that's certainly a famous idea, right? So I'm going to judge Yom Kippur. Exactly, Yom Rosh Hashanah, and then it's sealed on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Meir, HaKol Yidonim Rosh Hashanah, or Gzardin Shalahem Nechtam, Kol Echad Echad, Bismano. So Rabbi Meir says, no, Rosh Hashanah is where the judgment starts for everything, but the sealing of the judgment, everything happens at the proper time. The Pesach Al-Tuah, that's like we said, right? The Pesach Al-Grain, Bat Sarad Al-Peretolam, Bechag Yidon Al-Amayim. And then human beings, it's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yosef, it's not exactly like our Mishnah, right? Because our Mishnah wasn't talking about sealing the din. It was just talking about, you know, right, the, the judgment. Rabbi Yosef, Adam Nidom Bechol Yom. Rabbi says, what are you talking about? A person judged every single day. You will, like, remember him, like, and judge him uh, for the mornings. I mean, every morning, you get judged. Rabbi Nathan goes a step further. Rabbi Nathan, Adam Nidom Bechol Sha'ah. He says, you get judged every single hour. Like, for moments, you, uh, like, are bochein, like, you uh, discern. So you, like, check him out. Okay, so he sees like none. Of, you see, none of these four opinions really matches up perfectly with our mission. If you'll say, well, maybe it's really Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda seemed to fit pretty well, right? He says that you guys judge on Rosh Hashanah, but the but the the Tadin is in line with all the other things that our Mishnah had, right? Like Pesach and you know, all these different things. So uh, maybe our Mishnah really Rabbi Huda. And our Mishnah is just teaching about the Gzardin, right? The bottom line. So Ihalchigmar says, Kasha Adam. But if that's the case, uh, human beings would be difficult because uh, when it comes to the Mishnah, it just mentions human beings on uh, Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't mention anything about Agzardin and Yom Kippurim at all. Our Mishnah doesn't mention Yom Kippur. So Amarava, Haitana de Bey Rabbi Shmuel. So it must be that our, our, uh, the Mishnah is the Tana de Bey Rabbi Shmuel. Titania, it's one of the Brayta. The Tana de Bey Rabbi Shmuel. Barba Aprakim Haolam Didon. Right, the, ju- the world's judging four times. Okay, so that seems to fit pretty nicely. Uh, the one, the one problem is the Adam part. Okay, but at least he has it there. But our mission is teaching about the Tchilat Din. Our mission is not really addressing the Chatimat Din, the Gvanu Gzardin. The mission is addressing the beginning of the Din. Okay, and that fits nicely with Tanya Rabbi Yishmael. So does Rabbi Yishmael differ from Rabbi Yehuda? Um. I think we'll be able to start with, with Rosh Hashanah for everything. Okay. Right? Is that correct? Uh, let's go back to the question. One second. I thought they both. Hakol nidon Rosh Hashanah and Gzardin Shalom differently. So, meaning, according to Rabbi Yehuda, our, if you want to say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda, you have to say our Mishnah is talking about Gzardin. And the difficulty with that, with that was that we don't have anything about Gzardin people being in Yom Kippur. But if you do Rabbi Baby Shmuel, it's not about Gzardin at all. It's all about Tzilatin, and therefore not everything is Rosh Hashanah. Everything has, starts its own separate time. Okay, and there might be a, there, there is such a thing as Gzardin, but um, 
but there's no um, but uh, what's it called? And even human beings, it starts in Rosh Hashanah, and he's talking Jim Kibber, but I mean, doesn't mention Jim Kibber because it's not talking about Zardin. It's talking about the 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 Latin. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm a Reb Chizer. Reb Chizer says, "My time is Reb Yosi. What's the reason for Reb Yosi? Again, Reb Yosi is when he said we get judged every single uh, day. Yeah. Gemara says, "What do you mean? Because the Gemara time, but it's getting in the Korean. What do you mean? The Gemara says, it says explicitly that, it's, that it, it, as it told us the reason. It says the positive, but it's getting in the Korean every single day. You got remember it. Uh, the Gemara says, 'I'm not halachic Korean.' No, no, we're saying like this. This is really the question. My time at Lo Amar Korbinatim. What's the reason he doesn't say like Korbinatim? If you're already saying that you get judged every single day, why not say you get judged every single hour? The answer is Bechina Iyune Baamahi. Bechina is only iyuni ba'ama. Bechina means it's just like general, like looking at it. It doesn't really involve judgment per se. And everybody doesn't like that term, larga'im tivchanenu, that pasuk, it doesn't seem to indicate real judgment. Okay, the verse says, well, pekida nami iyuni ba'amahi. But pekida also, that also just means like looking generally. It doesn't mean like a, a judgment. Elam Rav Chizis, or rather Rav Chizis, has a different explanation. Talmud Rav Yosi Mihalka. The reason for Rav Yosi is as follows. From here, it says Laasot Mishpat Avdo, Mishpat Amo Yisrael Dvaryom Biomo. Okay, to perform the Mishpat, the judgment of his servant and the judgment of his nation Yisrael Dvaryom Biomo every single day. Okay, so it's a little bit strange, guy, honestly, because the Brayta pretty much explicitly says that he's a different. It was a different pasuk, and he just kind of switches up the pasuk. But he wants to say this, but it has to be more fundamental. He doesn't like that other explanation. Okay. Now the Gemara said, "Ve'amar of Chesed." Furthermore, of Chesed says as follows: Melach v'tzibur, tzibur. If you have a king and you have the community, Melach nichas tzila ledin. The king goes in earlier for judgment. Shnei Marja says, "Lasot mishpat avdo, mishpat amo Yisrael." Well, it says varyom yomo, but the point is that the avdo comes first. I guess the evet is the evet of Hashem, the Melach, and now Mo Yisrael comes after. So my time, huh? So what's the reason this should be? Okay, so there's a puzzle that supports it, but what's the reasoning logically? Says, if you want, you could say, It's not to make the king sit outside and wait. Like if the king's waiting for judgment, so then you shouldn't have other people go first and the king waits. It's not, it's not polite. Alternatively, it's that you let the king go first and so you get a nice judgment before Hashem gets really mad. Like if Hashem, before like, you know, people like the Charonah, the anger, which means like increases. You know, if Hashem's judging the Jewish people, there's so many sins to sort of go through. So it's uh, it's a very difficult uh, reality to uh, to sort of to deal with, and Hashem will be sort of quote unquote like fed up at the end, and like, you know, and therefore like if you come to judgment afterwards, you're gonna get a harsher a harsher dim. Okay, have an interesting way of thinking about how Hashem does judgment and you know his mood or whatever. Okay, Amr of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, "Keman matzlina ha'idna akatsire va'amirie." So he says, "Like whom do we daven nowadays for katsire and marie?" Rashi says, "Katsire means cholim, sick people, and marie means tamidei chachamim sheim teshushei koach, like weak tamidei chachamim." Meaning, what he's saying is, based on which opinion, if you're going to have these times of judgment, so then based on what or which opinion do we like daven regularly now? Right. So they ask it's an important question. If you have a gzardin. So it's like the fundamental question. If you can't change the Xardin, so what's the point of davening? Right? So Kumar says, come on, Krabiosi. So the simple answer is it's like Rabiosi. Why? Because Rabiosi says you get judged every single day. So it makes sense. If you're getting judged every single day, so then you can keep davening. Or you could say, alternatively, it's like the Rabbanan. But it would be Ukud Rabbi Yitzchak. Like Rabbi Yitzchak says, and it's a very beautiful idea, especially like given you know, current circumstances, I would say. That the tsa'aka, crying out to Hashem, is yafet, it works. 
right? Whether it's before the Xardin or even after the Xardin, which again, philosophically, maybe an interesting question. There's sort of this beautiful concept that even if there's a Xardin, there's always a chance. There's always hope. There's always a chance to to cry out to Hashem and, and change the reality. That's a nice line. Okay, now Tanya, we learned the bright. Amr Rabbi the Mishnah Rabbi Akiva Mipema Amr Torah Haviu Omer BePesach. Why did they say? Why did the Torah say they bring the Omer on Pesach? Videsha Pesach Zman Tfuah. Who? Pesach is the time of grain. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Haviv Lefanai Omer BePesach Kadeshi Tvarech Lachem Tfuashet Basadot. So Hashem says, okay, bring me the Omer, so I'll give you a blessing for the uh, the uh, grain that's in the fields. Mipema Amr Torah Haviu Shtei Lachem BaTzeret. So why did God say they bring the two loaves? On Shavuot, because Atzeret uh, is a time of fruits in the tree. So bring me the two loaves, and I'll bless. Uh, you can have the blessing for the Perot Tailan, which is a little bit a little bit strange because the Shteilachem is also grain. It's uh, it's wheat. It's with the barley, but it's not fruit. But nonetheless, okay. Why did the Torah say to pour water libations on Sukkot? So you said, do it now, so you can have the, the rain of the year will be blessed, right? That's the time where the rain's about to start. Here's a famous song also. And say before me, right? We know those are three main parts of the Musab on Rosh Hashanah. Right? Say these three sections. Malchiyot, about kingship, Zichronot, remembering, and Shofarot, the Shofar. Malchiyot, what's the kingship? This beautiful idea that we um, make Hashem, we crown Hashem as the king over us. Zichronot, so that your remembrance will come before me for good. I'll remember you for good. And with what do you do these things? Bishofar. With shofar. Okay, so that's what they're like. The blast of the shofar is so that we cement those things. Okay. So that's, a, that's a famous line right, about Malchio Shofar Zichron. Okay, now it says, Amra Biro, Lama took in Bashofar shall Ayo. Why Dafka do we use a shofar of a ram? A horn of a ram. Amar Kadesh Rahu, Tikula Fanab Bashofar shall Ayo, Kadesh Escort Lacham Akada Itzhak Ben Abraham, Umale, and the Alechem, Kiido Akadatem Asmechem Lefanai. Right? It's pretty straightforward idea. It's almost like, well, oh, nice idea you hear like in first grade. It's my mash like an explicit Gemara. He says, Blow the Shofar of the ram on Rosh Hashanah, so that I'll remember the Akedah of Yitzchak Ben Abraham, and I will consider it as though you were okay to yourselves before me. Okay, so it's a beautiful idea. The Amr of Yitzchak, Lama Tukim Rosh Hashanah. So why do we blow the shofar Rosh Hashanah? The Gemara says, Lama Tukim? What do you mean, why do we blow the shofar? Rachman Amar Tiku. means the Torah said to blow it. Ela Lama Meri'im. says, no, but why do we do the Truah? It says, Meri'im, Rachman Amar Zichron Truah. What do you mean? The Truah also, the Torah says, Zichron Truah. Ela Lama Tukim Meri'im, Kshen Yoshvin. Rather, why do we blow the Tukim on Truah when you sit down? When we say sitting down, we don't mean sitting down, but the really, we know we all stand for the shofar. But what we mean is, not during the Amid prayer, not during the Shema Nesra. Okay, the token umerink shehem amdim, but we do it also during the amida. The answer is kedei la arbeiv hasatan to confuse the satan. Rashi says shaloi satan sheishma yisrael mechabin etamitzvot mistatmin varav. So he shouldn't like uh, you know uh, you know condemn us at the time that we are uh, enjoying the mitzvot and doing like double mitzvot and hearing all these great and truths. So that way uh, we'll uh, confuse the satan and he won't be effective against us. Okay, we'll stop here.